ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. So if it looks like a political ad, you are pretty close to lighting money on fire. This is a fantastic ad. Welcome to Political Experts React, where we break down political ads in media, explain what the people behind them are trying to accomplish, and decide whether or not they did a good job. I'm Dan Pfeiffer, former communications director for Barack Obama. Joining me today is pollster and founder of Brilliant Corners Research and Strategies, Cornell Belcher. Welcome back for like the third, fourth, fifth time, who knows, the most frequent guest on Political Experts React, Cornell Belcher. Welcome back to Political Experts React. Thanks for having me. I, I feel like I'm a, one of your correspondents or something. I, like, I kind of work for this program. You are very generous with your time. Just a couple weeks before the midterm election where you're very busy. So let's get right into it. We're going to start with an ad from Herschel Walker running in Georgia. Reverend Warnock's running a nasty, dishonest campaign. Perfect for Washington. The Reverend doesn't even tell my full story, my true story. As everyone knows, I had a real battle with mental health. Even wrote a book about it. And by the grace of God, I've overcome it. Warnock's a preacher who doesn't tell the truth. He doesn't even believe in redemption. I'm Herschel Walker, saved by grace, and I approve this message. A lot of times we put Republican ads up here and we kind of laugh at them and sort of make fun of what they're doing. Sometimes we put up ads that scare the shit out of us. This one, for me at least, is in the latter. What do you think? This kind of ad that that progressives don't get because it doesn't hit on one of their four or five what they poll test as their top issue. This is a fantastic ad. Not a lot of candidates can do straight to camera well. He's straight to camera. He seems authentic. He seems likable and not scary at all. Let's also understand over a third or more of the voters in Georgia are going to be white, Christian, and evangelical. He's got to get close to 90% of that vote. First, he hits his opponent and then pivots to him and talks about his journey to redemption. And if you understand the Herschel Walker story and all the fire he's coming under, he was down and he was in a bad place. But by the grace of God. He is risen and he's a different person. Oh, man. I mean, that speaks directly to a thematic of values in the Bible Belt. And some of those Christian voters there that he absolutely has to carry big, walk away from that ad, understanding, you know, this is someone who believes deeply in his religiosity. Now, I could call bullshit on all that, but just looking at it from a clear lens, I got I to tell you, Dan, I think that was a really good ad. I agree. Voters are very forgiving of personal misbehavior, particularly if it's in the past. Even if it's bullshit, you can tell a redemption story. You got a lot of Republicans in that state who are looking for permission to support a Republican. And they have concerns about Walker's fitness, his behavior, all these revelations, the sort of chaos around him. And if you're looking for that permission, this ad could be it. In our progressive outside of Georgia bubble, we don't have the relationship with Walker that a lot of Georgians of a certain age do. He is the most famous, most successful football player from their state. He's also been doing like 
car dealer ads, like local stuff. And so people have a familiarity with him. And that TV image, which is what we dealt with with Donald Trump in 2016, is different from the reality. It's different from the reality we're trying to portray in our ads and the context in which these attacks happen matter. If Walker wins, and I certainly hope he does not, an ad like this will, will be why. I completely agree. The last point on this, if I can, is if you look at sort of the, the allegations, have been ugly and scary allegations, you look at that ad and you don't see someone you're afraid of. You don't see a scary black football player, a dangerous person in that ad. That's exactly right. All right, the next ad we're going to watch is from Beto O'Rourke, who's running for governor of Texas. Maite wanted to be a marine biologist. She wore green converse with the heart drawn on the right toe. Those shoes ended up being one way to identify her body in that classroom. I never want another family to go through this. Greg Abbott has done nothing to stop the next shooting. No laws passed. Nothing to keep kids safe in school. So I'm voting Beto for Maite. This is obviously a, a very hard ad to watch. It brings back the emotions that we all felt after Uvalde. It's from a, if you could separate the emotions for a second from a political perspective, it is unusual, certainly, in this cycle for a Democrat to be running a gun ad, particularly in the South. What do you think about this ad and the decision to lean into uh, gun violence as a, as a political argument? It's not a typical Democratic ad at all, which, by the way, I think is why I like it. They've connected the gun issue in a way that's emotional. And this is sort of heartbreaking and it's wrong. You never want to see that happen again. And then it pivots and it goes to the point of, well, we can't have this happen again and the governor's done nothing to stop this. So it kind of disqualifies the governor in this emotional space. Look, a decade ago, if you were a Democrat, especially in the South, you didn't want to talk about guns. But I credit a lot of what the young people in the South, particularly those young people in Florida several years ago, have been doing and organizing around mass shooting and gun violence, and we're seeing the issue turn. You have a majority of Americans, again, who want to ban the assault weapons. Uh, that's a really big deal. I think this was a smart done ad and, and a very emotional ad. Here's the thing that I do know, knowing Beto a little bit, is this is the issue that gets him up in the morning. He is horrified by what happened to Uvalde, what happened in his hometown in 2020. Remember the viral moment after the shooting in El Paso, where he cursed out the press who were asking him sort of political horse race questions about it. He cares about it. You're never going to go horribly wrong running on the thing that you are most passionate about. There is no risk-free strategy where a Democrat wins in Texas. You just got to put all your chips in the table, and you might as well put all your chips in the table on an issue that you care passionately about. Gen Z, which is the emerging political force in, the, in this country, is going to really determine the 2022 election, 2024 election, depending on how they turn out. Their lives are defined by three issues a tough economy, climate change, and gun violence. They never knew a world where there were not mass shooter drills in their school. So Beto O'Rourke has to take risks to win. He's taking a risk on an issue he cares deeply about, and so that's what you gotta do. I couldn't agree more. I like it. We both we both, we both like it. We, we unfortunately like Trosha Walker's ad. Now we both like Beto O'Rourke's ad. The last ad we're going to do is from Democrat Mandela Barnes, who has been under vicious assault in this race from Republican super PACs and outside groups. I'm Mandela Barnes, and I approve this message. Ron Johnson caught lying. Independent fact checks call his attacks on Mandela Barnes false and misleading. But it's Johnson's views that are alarming. Johnson supported a ban on abortions. He co-sponsored a bill that makes no exceptions for rape, 
incest, or the life of the woman. And Johnson said if women don't like it, they can move. The truth is, it's Ron Johnson who doesn't belong in Wisconsin. I'm curious from your perspective as a pollster, how important is it to run ads that explicitly use fact checks or others who say that attack ads are, are false or misleading? No, it's really important because it takes away some of the doubt that voters have. It's smart to use that. This ad was good that it did do the fact-checking. It did sort of call out what Ron Johnson was doing as not on the up and up and then pivot it to an issue that, of course, they want to make this about. It spoke to your head, not to the heart. And I think you can do both. Unlike the first two ads we saw that had some emotion to it, this to me was such a classic sort of generic political ad. I think it is a bad thing. That's a classic political ad. And look, I mean, millions and millions of dollars are being spent in this race. It's easy to like zero in on one ad and say everything sucks or everything's great. Like it's always just like one data point in a larger story. But the people we're trying to persuade between Democrats and Republicans and between voting and not voting are the most skeptical group of people about political ads. And so if it looks like a political ad, you are pretty close to lighting money on fire. <laughs> Where do you come down about the dangers of rebutting a specific attack and therefore repeating it, right? Sort of a Streisand affecting it out there. Yeah. Well, th th what I did like about that ad is it didn't actually repeat the attack. It just said, you know, he's lying. Ron Johnson has got away. Well, I think Republicans carte blanche get away with some of these outrageous attacks against progressives and particularly candidates of color around defunding the police and calling criminals because it feeds into an unconscious bias that, that is there. In some cases, conscious bias, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's a actually fair. In yeah. some cases, let out just racism. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I'm testing a lot of arguments with Dems now where, you know, Democrats for Congress, they actually, they voted for a lot of funding for police yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, over this last cycle. And so they're having a conversation about what they are actually for. Some Democrats are pushing back, and they have, as popular culture would say today, they have the receipts. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> they have the receipts. Cornell Belcher, thank you so much for joining us once again on Political Experts React. Thanks for having me. Political Experts React is a Crooked Media digital series. I'm your host, Dan Pfeiffer. Our producers are Elijah Cohn and Ben Hethcote. Our editor is Caitlin Stone. Digital direction from Matt DeGroote. To check out more of our digital series, head to youtube.com slash podsaveamerica.